Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Like a monkey, if you will. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show, ladies and gentlemen. I am Chris Featherstone, as always. Follow us at Crave Wrestling on Twitter and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Now, this is uh, we're almost at five and a half years, 285 episodes uh, of the show. And there's not a few people that have made the Triple Crown Club. That's what I call them. I call them the Triple Crown Club. That means people are interviewed uh, three times or more. Uh, So far, we're at um, Marty Elias. We're at Sean Devari. We're at Ken Anderson. And I think those are the only three people that have made the Triple Crown Club on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. But this person is the newest member of the Pancakes and Power Slam show, Triple Crown Club. He is here for your questions and answers, ladies and gentlemen. Triple Crown Club, welcome. Congratulations. He is here. He is now 
How are you tonight, sir? Yo, what's good? Thanks for having me for the third time, Chris. You know, it's an honor. What's the word? What's good in the hood? Congratulations. <laughs> Appreciate it. Do I get like a uh, like a ring or should I be expecting a uh, crown or something in the mail? <laughs> uh, you got crowd applause. That's, uh, oh, that's okay, okay. All right. I'll give you one. I'll give you one more. <laughs> Absolutely. And I ain't I blessed. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so we are, uh, man, we, we're getting a whole bunch of comments right now uh, on the Facebook Live, RussellZone.com. Uh, go ahead and ask your questions to JTG without further ado. Uh, before we get into questions, uh, let the listeners know what you're up to nowadays and uh, what independent dates you got coming up. Oh, yeah. So, um, October 19th, got a show coming up in Florida, FCW, some crime time action. It was at, the show was actually September 9th, but because of uh, Miss Irma down there, we had to reschedule it. So, yeah, we'll be making our way down there October 19th. That's the middle of the week on a Thursday. Um, we got some shows overseas. Can't think of the promotion right now, but that will also be in October. Still audition, and I uh, still got some... Um, other acting stints that I did, um, I haven't seen it yet, but it, it might be out there already. Um, I, usually I forget about them, and then fans remind me. Uh, <laughs> I did something with Dolph's uh, younger brother, uh, Ryan Nemeth. Um, we did um, a Taco Bell commercial. I think that should mm-hmm. be on YouTube by now. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, we also did something for Kevin Hart's Funny or Die, his new uh, subscri- subscription um, channel. Uh, I think it's called what is it called? Campus Law. Okay. I think it's called Campus Law, so you guys can check that out. And um, I did something else uh, last month. Can't think of it. There's so much going on. I forget the the, the, the name of the projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have my own project that I'm long, trying to launch uh, at the end of this year in December. I'm launching a new social media app, so I'll keep you guys uh, abreast of that on my uh, Instagram and Twitter. Instagram mm-hmm. is JTG. Twelve ten eighty four, and uh, Twitter is uh, JTG twelve eighty four. JTG twelve eighty four. Um, so is the twelve eighty four your month and birth year? Yes, it is. Ah, nice, nice, good stuff. So you're uh, you'll be celebrating a birthday here in a few months. In a few months, and I'm hoping to have the have my new app launched by then. So far. For a birthday gift, you guys can download my app and leave a nice review. <laughs> That's nice. all I want for my birthday. <laughs> he wants the app more than that money. Money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome stuff, man. So let's let's get into some questions. Um, why does W – this is from Matthew. Uh, this is all Russell's own Facebook Live. Uh, Matthew asks, why does WWE creative team struggle to write for black talent? Fantastic question. Oh, I remember when I was there, Matthew, <laughs> there was only one African-American on the cre- on the creative um, writing team, and yeah. uh, we worked together. Um, but before that, this was like towards the end of my career, but before that, there weren't too many brothers on the, or, or sisters on the creative writing team. And mm. Chad and I would usually have to uh, come up with our own uh, promo and have them look over it again 
Ermin them asking us, what does that mean? It's like, oh. Then we had to explain it to them and get their approval. <laughs> wow. I remember there was, uh, there was a situation where they wanted us to say mollywop because they saw it in the Urban Dictionary. And I'm like, I'm, I, I'm not saying mollywop. I don't think that <laughs> kids are saying that right now. They're like, oh, right. but it was in the Urban Dictionary. I was like, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> mollywop. Wow. Yeah. So so basically, because there were only there was only one black person on the creative team, it's like everything had to be done based on stereotypes. Pretty much. Yeah. That's the, that's the easiest way to go for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, crime time is very stereotypical. I mean, it was, yeah, the thing with, but, the thing with, but the thing with crime time is that we came up with the, with the look, we actually came up with that yeah. whole gimmick. Yeah. yeah. And then they just brought it, they just made it bigger, uh, bigger than what they, they put a magnifying glass on it and put mm-hmm. it on there and we just had a platform. Yeah, I think the I think the fact that you guys came as baby faces helped a lot too. I, I just just really thinking about just uh, in, in hindsight with the gimmick, I think if you guys would have came in as heels, I think that that would have been incredibly terrible. Yeah. I think that would have been really really bad. Coming in as baby faces yeah. helped helped a, a lot in my opinion. Yeah, it was more because that gimmick came across as satire. It came we came yeah. across as Robin Hood. We were steal from. Uh, the talent backstage and then auctioning off to the crowd, and that was that was never been, has never been done before. We became instant fan favorites. Yep, yep, absolutely. It didn't take long at all uh, for you for y'all to have some and really it really long for us to get here uh, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It surely didn't take y'all long for uh, to to. You guys, we had that Enzo heat. Sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's 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 a good way to start. And we're. Uh, just as far as Enzo Heat, uh, what, I mean, how were it, were there any people? So you were there from what oh four to sixteen or fifteen? Oh six. Oh six. I mean, I mean, 2014. Okay, so eight years, which is a very long time. Uh, so in the eight years that y'all that y'all were there, that you that you were there specifically, was there anyone that you can recall that had Enzo Heat? I guess that's a term now, Enzo Heat. Enzo Heat. Um, no, um, not that I think about it. Uh, when I first started there, Miz had some heat. I know he was kicked mm-hmm. out of the kicked out the locker room, but I I heard about that. I didn't. I wasn't really there to witness that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was able to survive after that. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, where does anyone? Were there anyone who would come around in the locker room and everyone would be like, "Oh my goodness, here he comes again," or "Here she comes again"? Mm, no, not really. No, not that I could think mm. of right now, off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> so Enzo was really sad, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I never. Enzo well, really I met Enzo once at um at Equinox, <laughs> and he was he was a pretty cool dude. He was you know he was on the treadmill. Um, yeah. I don't think he he recognized me with the beard. And then I, I told him who I was. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you are, man. What's up, man? How's everything going? And we chopped it up for a little bit. But, yeah, he lives mm-hmm. out here in, um, in Cali. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. For all the uh, New York and New Jersey love that he, uh, that he has, he lives in Cali. So that's, uh, that's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> very, very interesting. Uh, who were uh, who your favorite? This is from, uh, oh, man, I'm about to just butcher your name. I apologize. Uh, Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Um, I'm gonna call you G. I'm gonna call you G. <laughs> G. Uh, so from G, 
who were your favorite people to wrestle against in WWE? All right, with Sepwe. I got that right. Nice. <laughs> my favorite uh <laughs> my favorite opponent opponents during my eight years with the WWE would definitely have to you know Jer I gotta put Jericho on top of the list. Mm-hmm. Um well <laughs> I had to put Jericho on my list. <laughs> um yeah. I gotta say this. Jericho, you just made the list. I have to say you that. Just, oh, um, oh, I got some, I you got some just made you. the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Big Show was uh, also great to work with. Um, you know, at first I thought it would be it would be difficult to work someone you know work someone like Big Show, but he's he's um, he's not stiff at all. He's easy to 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 work with, and you know, all ego aside, he he, was, he like you can see that he done that with uh, uh, Braun Strowman. You know, he's out there to yeah. he wants the whole match to look good. He doesn't care. You know, a lot of a lot of talent they worry about their ego and and their character too much and you have a crappy match, but big show, he puts all that aside. He's very professional. Um, who else I had fun with? I I enjoy working with Dolph. Dolph is a great talent to work with. Um, I like working with people who could put their ego aside and and do what's best for the match and not, you know, for their character. And, you know, the whole, everybody comes out shining, even though I'm, if they're putting you over, if I'm putting you over, you know, everyone comes out looking good. What what are your thoughts on Dolph? Now you know he's he's someone who's uberly talented, uh, and you know he was world champ you know twice, one for a hiccup and and the other one for a half hiccup, and um, man, just with, throughout the years, I mean, babyface one heel run, I mean he's just hit such a glass ceiling for a number of years. Now he's doing some type of mockery gimmick, which is funny, but it just it seems not promising whatsoever. What are your thoughts overall on Dolph Ziggler? I know that he's really good to work with. He usually, I mean, I know quite a few people who were working in WWE who still do. And a lot of people, I mean, just it's almost unanimous that Dolph Ziggler is good to work with and, and safe. And, you know, he, he likes to put the other person over by the way he sells. Uh, but I mean, what is it about Dolph Ziggler, in your opinion, that's that's lacking? What what is that missing element in Dolph Ziggler that the WWE doesn't see? Um, I, I don't I don't know. It could be something so small and minor. Like he has the look. I think he's he's pretty good on the mic. Um, he's a great talent in the ring. Easy to work with. Everybody everybody loves working with him. I don't know. Sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I really really don't know what uh, what else. Uh, Dolph has to do. I don't know. Put on weight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're true. I mean, that, that helps you, didn't it? You you put on some weight. Yeah, you, you, well, I don't know if it helps me. I'm, I'm, I don't have a contract, but yeah, I'm I'm looking pretty good these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you at uh, we we were at. Uh, I don't remember if you uh, remember, but uh, no, we I saw you at the shenanigans at uh, uh, WrestleMania weekend at. Um, Oh, in, in uh, Orlando. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was like the um, the big uh, muscular type security guard looking guy uh, with my okay, uh, that was you. <laughs> with with my uh, with with my media pass. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do I do I actually? You know, it was fun. It was so funny because people were really asking me if they can go to the bathroom. That was the that was so wow. funny. It was it was absolutely no. hilarious. 
<laughs> and I, you know, I'm a nice guy. I, people call me like a gentle giant, but uh, and, and but you know, it's one of those things that people just. I thought that that was so funny that people were asking me to go to the bathroom. I was just like, man, go. I mean, I'm not. I don't work here. <laughs> yeah, it was, I thought that was so funny, but yeah, I mean, that's the funny thing. If you put on weight, you know, what I mean, it's just one of those things that. Uh, you get looked at, you get looked at more, and uh, you know. Look at gender. It works for gender. That's that's oh, the guy yeah. you want to use as an example. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Travi asks, uh, "Do you think Matt Hardy uh, should be allowed to use his broken gimmick in the WWE, and how should he re debut it?" Um. I'm not too, what's the word, privy to the broken gimmick. I heard about it, but I haven't, and I've seen a few promos on social media, but I haven't really seen it in full full effect. I want to see it in on WWE, and I would love to see um, uh, Matt break out um, and, and, and do the broken gimmick, because I really love to see what, it, what, what the hype is about. Can you get me uh, up to speed on, on, on the broken gimmick and how he did it in TNA? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it started off as a heel, um, and you know he he was feuding. He was like just teaming with Matt. I mean, with with Jeff. It was just kind of like a dead end type of you know yeah. uh, Hardy nostalgia, Hardys again. Uh, and then yeah. uh, they broke up, and they were going against each other just as Matt as a heel, and yeah. Jeff was defeating Matt consecutively. And because uh, Matt was losing to Jeff consecutively, he went into this, he called it broken state. And uh, he was trying to find himself and he would call his, he would call Jeff brother Nero. uh, And his mission, and his mission was to delete brother Nero. And uh, it's so funny because it was just the incarnation of, of Matt Hardy. This was by far and still is by far the best part and so what ended up happening is he ended up you know they had that um i'm sure russell's own will uh will let me know what it's called i don't remember what it's called um oh the it was at the it was at the hardy compound it was uh i don't remember uh final deletion that's what it's called so okay. uh <laughs> he says thank you chris for the butchery lol <laughs> thank, thank you <laughs> g <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but uh, as far as as far as Matt Hardy again, but so he had this delete. You know, he he kept saying delete. That that was his his mission was to delete Brother Nero, and uh, they had the 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 um, uh, the final deletion match. Uh, it was very theatric. They had it at some type of um, like they had it. At, I think there was like Jeff Hardy's compound, one of the one of the Hardy's compounds, just like yeah. mountains and all types of crap. Really, very fun, very theatric match. Probably the most popular match, one of the most popular matches in TNA history. Matt Hardy defeated wow. Jeff Hardy. He went. He was underneath Matt Hardy for a while uh, as like his peasant. You know, he wanted to make him obsolete. That's the, that's the reason why he would always yeah. say obsolete. <laughs> um, and so ended up ended up getting so over with the fans that people just start chanting delete, delete, obsolete. And um, they end up becoming baby faces because it was so hot. It was so so hot, and uh, they yeah. end up winning the tag team championships. And uh, they end up having they 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 call themselves the the mission was to be 
the 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 greatest tag team champions of all of space and time. So they went to the crash. They went to uh, some independent, uh, some other independent shows, and won a bunch of tag team championships. Went to Ring of Honor, won tag team championships, and then that led them to WWE. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the uh, the briefing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Delete. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was cool stuff, and uh, so people were looking for that because that was really Matt Hardy's thing. Uh, Sherry asks, "Hey, what up, JTG? What do you think of New Day, and how do you how you think they are doing with them?" Oh, I like I said before, and I say it again. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the New Day. New Day, I don't know where it was going in the beginning, um, but they took something. They took they took uh, the lemons and they made a hell of a, uh, lemon, a, lemon, a lemonade. lemonade out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're having fun. I like to see I like to see brothers having fun and making money. Shoot, they're making a yeah. ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, and I saw Kofi um, break out of break out of that. Uh, break out of his comfort zone and you know become something larger than life. So I'm happy yeah. for all three of them. But I was mm-hmm. really like this year, and that was 2018, 2017 is almost done. I really, I really like to see two, uh, Kofi um, uh, shoot, maybe even win the Rumble. Or I know that's that doesn't look like it would happen right now. Uh, but I would love to see Kofi win the Rumble, get some steam behind him, get a push, and you know hopefully be like the the first. Recognize um, African American, you know, WWE champion someday. I don't mm-hmm. know if it'll be next year or the year after, but yeah, very very bold uh, uh, request. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it a prediction, <laughs> but definitely a bold request. Uh, he's yeah, Kobe, he's earned Kobe's his the homie, and he has a lot of talent. So I would love, I would love yeah. to see him uh, up there with, up there with the title. Yeah, I mean, he he's definitely earned his stripes. He's been there ten years, so. Uh, you know, he's he's definitely got the credentials and the resume for it. Um, let's see, we got after the after Ziggler's contract runs out, where is he going? Oh, not TNA, <laughs> not Global Force Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that definitely. I I I don't think I don't think that. Did you ever? Uh, think, did they ever try to contact huh? you? Um. Did they? I heard they were trying to get in contact with me. I, I heard uh, Jeff was inquiring about Crime Time, but I uh, I didn't really push it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm I. <laughs> Is that because of just the instability I of the heard, company? Yeah, it's not consistent. I heard horror stories about them not paying their talent on time and. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm my gimmick is all about my money, so yeah, my money got me. <laughs> That's exactly I, my, right. Yeah, my check gonna be there on Tuesday. It need to be there Tuesday. I ain't trying to, you know, WWE. They're professionals. They said they yeah. gonna they gonna have your check. They have your check. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I've interviewed, like I said, I've had Ken Anderson on the show three times. Uh, he's mentioned <laughs> about that uh, that lack of. Uh, pay on time. I've had Gunner on the show. He said the same thing as far as just wrestlers not getting paid on time. So, Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, that, that doesn't make sense, man. It's just, just very, very poor business. Uh, Matthew asks, uh, Corbin or Cruz? So, Baron Corbin or Apollo Cruz? Which one? 
Mm, I'll have to go with uh, Apollo Cruz. I, I I like his athletic ability. He has a great look. Um, I don't know about that smiling, uh, but uh, I think if he cuts the smiling out, and um, <laughs> yeah. I think he he might have something good going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think? What do you think about Apollo Cruz? I see a few of his matches. I, I haven't followed his whole career, but the few with the few matches that I saw, you know, like for a big guy, he get, he gets around pretty good in the ring. Oh, I've seen him live, man. The guy is huge. I mean, like he is huge and he's so agile um, that he's a very impressive. It's just when he was Uha Nation and before he came to NXT, you know, I was a big fan of his of his work, but I'm, I'm a traditionalist, man. I'm all about characters. You can wrestle until you're blue in the face, but it doesn't matter if you don't have a character when it comes to the big leagues and WWE. And, you know, with him, I mean, he's just, he is one of the blandest people in, in all of WWE. Just, uh, and I'm sad to say that because in NXT, he was, you know, gaining some steam. But there's just nothing going with him as far as just character wise, and that's the reason why he's so he's so still. So really unfortunate for that. Um, Peter asks, uh, "What is uh, who is your favorite?" Well, let's, let's go with Christopher. Let's go with Chris- Christopher first. Hey JTG, who is your favorite tag team of all time? Favorite tag team of all time. Oh man. I got to say I'm a big rocker fan. Mm. Big, I love the rockers. Yeah, they the entrance, the um, their theme song, their um, their tag team moves, how they moved in sync, and they they were just uh, their look. They were just cool. And I was when I was like five or six, man. I wanted to be a rocker. I wanted to be a third member. <laughs> so you have to definitely have to be the rocker. <laughs> Lod for me, number one and uh, number two is the Steiners. Yeah, I'm a big LOD and Steiners fan for me. Um, Peter asks, uh, JTG, is it true you used to hide in the back so you wouldn't be selected to wrestle in a match? Yeah, I heard that nonsense uh, from uh, from Kurt Hawkins. Uh, I wanted to hear what kind of context he said it in. I don't know if he was saying it as a joke or if he was serious. Uh, I didn't even, uh, what you call it, address it. But no, I never used to hide in the back. He's like, I used, used to get there. If my name wasn't on the list to wrestle, like when I got there, of course I want to perform. I'm an entertainer, but if my name wasn't on the list, you know, I would just, I would not even change into my um, what you call it, trunks. My, um, trunk, not even trunks, like gym clothes. You know, usually when um, you get there, talent would change into their gym clothes and just go by the ring, and I didn't even bother. It was just like I, I, I would get frustrated. I would just stay, stay in the locker room, stay, uh, go on my laptop or go on my phone. And or go to catering and go back and forth, yeah. but no, I did not hide. <laughs> Why would he say that? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, some 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 people want to make an example, make themselves look good, and you know, try to call others to make themselves look good. I don't know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, a couple more. Um, let's see. Mike asks, "What is uh, your favorite breakfast food?" Favorite breakfast food right now? I'm gonna have to say, which is a very weird question to ask, but uh, Jamba Juice, man. I'm a Jamba, <laughs> Jamba, Jamba Juice fan right now. I've been going to Jamba Juice every morning. I get my uh, protein smoothie and acai bowl, and I'm good for the day. <laughs> nice, awesome. Uh, so, 
Okay, so Chris and Roger, basically the same thing. Uh, so uh, it's two and one. This is the last question here. You ever going to come back or even crime time together? Chris asks that and Roger asks uh, JT. So how are you doing now? And is there a chance of you coming back? Uh, life is great right now. Um, is there a chance of Shad and I coming back and doing the crime time gimmick? Man, you know, would I love to come back to WWE? That would be fun. I love, we love our fans. We love entertaining our fans. Um, the crime time gimmick was part of probably one of the best, uh, uh, best time in my career. Eight years of the career. It was, I like did with Shad like for four, five years. That was yeah. the best time of my career. I had a lot of fun. Um, going back, the money has to be right. You know, I'm, a, I'm no longer a uh, a fan. Uh, I'm a businessman now, so it has to yeah. make sense. I like it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, someone told me this. Uh, real quick, I was going to say, someone told me this before. You don't want to be uh, a mark in the business. You want to leave a mark in the business. So that always stuck with oh. me. Very interesting. I kind of agree with that. I think you can be a mark and leave a mark at the same time. So yeah, uh, yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, awesome stuff, man. I got one more question for you, real quick, before we close. Uh, I wanted to talk to you. Always, uh, you've been on the show three times, and I've never talked about just your thoughts on being an NXT pro uh, compared to NXT nowadays. Like, just what do you think about just your time as a pro? And just how it is nowadays And just no one really Would have ever seen that type of Evolution to NXT What are your thoughts on that? Um, Being an NXT pro that was A lot of fun when We got called into the office I remember it was me, Chavo Chris Masters Who else was in the uh, the Room? I can't remember Um, But we got called into the room and we were told that we were going to be Pros and if we didn't Um this is like our last chance or some shit like that. Like if we didn't get over or do something that we were, <laughs> this is our last chance. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm just going to go out there, have fun as usual. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and I had fun. I literally had fun doing the NXT um, pro. I was able to cut like after a while it became, it wasn't even like the show just, they forgot about, it, was, it wasn't even a contest anymore. Like I thought there was like it just kept going on and on like it was never ending season. I thought it was supposed to be like the other season, all the other seasons there were there was a winner, but this one just kept going and going. And yeah. um, like my like my my rookie got eliminated and I was still on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't really understand that. And that was that was a bit uh, weird. Um, just as far as but it was an opportunity to uh, like after the show, after he was gone, I they I had the opportunity to. To, um, express more of my creative side and also my promo skills. And yeah. Vince was, you know, Vince when I came backstage, you like you're pretty good on that mic there. He like you finally, you know, you remember, you know, I wasn't just shouting JTG the crime time. It was just JTG now. He he saw I could help my own. All right, give, before you go, give me a good Vince impression, even if you butcher it. <laughs> ah, JTG, how you doing? Crime time. Ah, money, money, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's perfect. how you agree to that's how you agree to sometimes. <laughs> it's, are you serious? That's how he would just yeah. Oh my goodness. He would, ah, he would crime time. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. 
Wow. So he would say, "Hey, G- JTG, money, money, yeah, yeah." So, so basically, <laughs> he acknowledges like he he's he seems like he's like just a walking uh, gimmick radar. You know, I mean, like everybody in his the locker room is like affiliated with their gimmicks. <laughs> if he likes me, yeah, if he likes me. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, you're what? Like, well, how 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 else? Like, if he doesn't necessarily like you, how how does he affiliate with you? Um, you'll get a uh, you get a brief uh, two eye contact and a <laughs> oh. and then no handshake. <laughs> Just oh, keep it moving. Wow. Keep it moving. Well, thankfully. Uh, Prime time uh, wasn't uh, one of those uh, one of those people, thankfully. And uh, man, it's great to see you doing fantastic. And once again, let the listeners know uh, where to find you. Some dates coming up, and um, where to find you on social media. On social media, on Twitter, you can find me at JTG twelve eighty four. Instagram JTG twelve ten eighty four. And you want to pay pay um pay close attention to my social media because again like i said at the end of the year i'm launching a cool innovative new app i'm gonna come back on the show of course and uh we're gonna yeah. talk about it chris absolutely absolutely sounds All like right. a plan uh you're gonna come back on the show and uh you'll get to, uh let's see i got i got something uh for that uh right here watch, we go. Watch yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll give you another applause for that. Actually, <laughs> we're making the Triple Crown Club, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, the, all the fantastic comments. We're, we've got some No Mercy trivia coming up, uh, and I'll give you one more. Did you ever one No Mercy? Did you ever compete huh? at No Mercy? Did you ever compete no compete at the No Mercy pay per view? I, I I have no idea. I don't. I can't tell you. Some of the matches I see fans put up on um on social media, I was like, I did that? I'm like, oh, shoot. I, my memory is <laughs> a blur yeah. right now about yeah. wrestling career. But real quick, uh, do you what kind of what phone do you use? You have, you have an Android or you have an uh, Apple? Droid. Droid for life. You have a Droid? All right, cool. I'm going to send you a, 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 the one of the latest builds for my app that me and you going to – I mean, I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Right, yeah absolutely. The first, the first, First, uh, first few to get a get to get a sample of the app and let me give me your thoughts. Fantastic, sounds good. Listeners, thank you so much uh, for all your comments. Great interaction. Uh, JTG will be back with us soon. And until then, man, uh, be well. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, JTG once again, third time on the show. Fantastic as always. Uh, listen, without further ado, we got a bunch of stuff. We got some trivia. Uh, we got some Raw and SmackDown thoughts. Uh, so let's let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring on the co-hosts with the most, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? Doing good, brother. How you feeling? I'm doing fantastic, man. Let's get right into the uh, No Mercy trivia like I do. Uh, hold the card if you're listening uh, live right now through Russell's own Facebook Live. I'm gonna hold the card up, and there it goes. Who defeated the team of Casey James and Idol Stevens to retain the wow. WWE Tag Titles at No Mercy 2006? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I brought it back. I said it. Casey Pretty James same, and Idol Stevens. Same, Michelle McCool. 
Yes, as the manager. Cool, absolutely. Texas girl. And Idol Stevens, absolutely. Uh, so lots and lots of fun, lots and lots of fun, lots and lots of fun. Um, so let's get into the headlines without further ado, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Big Show having hip surgery and uh, wrote, wrote him off. Uh, you know, the, the, basically the um, the uh, match he had with um, Braun Strowman, the cage match, he did a he did an elbow drop. Um, you know, he's having surgery on his right hip. He did an elbow drop off the second rope, and that definitely doesn't help his right hip. Uh, there were reports sure uh, that that he was supposed to. Have surgery, anyways. Uh, so that wasn't, you know, basically, regardless of the match outcome, it was going to, um, you know, it wasn't going to make a difference, anyways. But uh, you know, it's one of those things, man. Big Show has had a fantastic uh, career. Um, Chris Christopher, great job. You see that? Paul London and Brian Kendrick, fantastic. Uh, wow. Fantastic. Yes, I was a big fan of Paul London and Brian Kendrick as a team. Actually. That was That's true. Paul London the little show. funny theme yeah. music they had. I love the theme music. Yeah, I loved the theme song. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just uh, your 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 thoughts. Um, just just your thoughts overall, Big Show. Uh, you know, he's he's. he's he wasn't all, he wasn't the top guy like the top guy ever. Um, you know, he was a good hand. Uh, I think his face hill turns really um, back and forth. We got like eighty of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, New Zealand uh, representing Facebook Live right now. Kingston Eclipse from New Zealand. Uh, good stuff, man. Um, yes, I, I agree, Christopher. He said, since I got it right, can I get a shout-out for two of wrestling pages on Facebook? Yes, absolutely. If you get the answer right, let me know what the shout-out, and uh, I will definitely do that. Uh, I've got about 15,000 listeners nowadays, probably more. I haven't, I haven't had that tally, and I haven't tallied that in a while. I'm sure it's more now, but, uh, yeah, if you get you, – I usually pay people <laughs> to, to give shout-outs, but – uh, if you get a, if you get a answer right on Facebook with the trivia, uh, whatever wrestling, whatever Facebook page, wrestling Facebook page you'd like to shout out, I shall do that. Uh, Evan, your thoughts on Big Show? Big Show, medium show is the only one who survived the fall from Cobo Hall. Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Came right back. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the first is Miracle in Wrestling besides when the Rock got a got got a NWO performed vehicular manslaughter and assault. The Rock came back two weeks later with just taped ribs. But that's beside the point. Right. Hey, Biggie Show, him and Mark Henry, the AARP club, they're getting a retirement checks to WWE. Uh, Big Show, not one of the top guys anymore, but you know he's there to help. He's enough. He's enough name value to where he can help the younger stars and. I mean, honestly, nobody's really going to miss him. You didn't see Big Show in, what, weeks and months before he just came back, I believe, for this end zone right. cast angle. 
now he's out with hip surgery and I mean, is that a point where nobody's really going to miss him? And if he come back in time for the Survivor Series or the Rumble, it'll be cool. Yeah. He's a, he's definitely in the twilight of his career. Oh yeah, absolutely. Great shape though. He's definitely great shape. Uh, definitely. Uh, shout out to that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the monster uh, among men winning? I uh, read the article where they might end in a DQ. The same article said Paul Heyman has a lot of pull on what happens with the beast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, Brock Lesnar will win. Um, early predictions right there for No Mercy. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, actually, the go-home show is uh, next week for No Mercy, so we'll get to that as far as predictions, but... Uh, there you go. There's my prediction. It might change. It might change within a week, but uh, there's my prediction as of now. And uh, tune in next week to see if it uh, has stuck. Um, next question, ladies and gentlemen. Next question. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Here it is. Who did Bobby Lashley defeat in his pay-per-view debut at No Mercy 2005. Who did Bobby Lashley defeat in his pay-per-view debut at No Mercy 2005? Uh, hint, I've had him on the show before, actually. I've had him on the show. I have no idea uh, what um, show. I don't remember the number, uh, but <laughs> I've had him on the show before. Uh, next. Uh, no, nope, nope, not Mr. Kennedy, not Mr. Kennedy yet. Uh, that was not Mr. Kennedy. Good, good guess, but not Mr. Kennedy. Uh, Kazuchika Okada tops the PWI 500. Um, life controversy, believe in the Kevin Owens. You know, Kevin Owens was number three. I personally think that that was uh, too high. I definitely think Kazuchika Okada was hands down, hands. Down number one without question at all. Uh, fantastic matches against uh, Omega. They really, they don't really only count um, the Wrestle Kingdom match. Uh, perhaps the uh, Dominion match. Dominion was in June. I think they. I think the cutoff for the selection is either May or June. But so they might have. They might have counted the Dominion match. But uh, yeah, regardless, uh, even the one. Uh, and Russell Kingdom was probably the the, the match of the year, um, and you know, and his his matches with Fale, his matches with uh, you know with um, um, Naito, you know, it's just he he definitely has done such an amazing amazing job uh, in 2017, yeah. really the past few years, but uh, and he's one of my top five going right now. And uh, I think he's just absolutely incredible, man. And uh, definitely de- well deserved. As far as as far as Kevin Owens is concerned, you know he was so back and forth. But good on SmackDown here yeah. today. As far as just it really seems like they're they've they've got some things going with him. We'll talk about that in a minute. But as far as just you know his 2017 is it's been so up and down, and just you know his late 2016. Yeah, he was champ. He was Universal champ. But it was, you know, it was Jericho. Jericho was really the one that made him, you know, relevant. Uh, but it, it, and, and, and really put him over. Uh, but 
it's just it was just something missing. Still, still is to me. There's something missing about Kevin Owens that to be number three in the 500. Um, yeah, you know, it was, it was a bit it's a bit steep for me. Uh, Kenny Omega, I believe, was number five. Roman Reigns, number four. Uh, so you know, I there there were some good jumps. You know, there were some some people who like two of like uh, Brian Brian Kendrick jumped up a whole lot. Moose jumped up a, real, uh, a, a whole bunch. Battle of Fale jumped up a, a bunch this year. Uh, but you know, as far as Kevin Owens, I, I, I'm not I'm not sold on him being um, number three right now. Yeah, if this is Kevin Owens last year or when he debuted with Cena against Cena, I forgot what year it was. I don't know if it was sixteen or fifteen. Okay. But I would even attest for Samoa Superman, Roman Reigns being higher than Owens. Because right now you got to look at how they're being how they're being used. Owens been back and forth, flipping around, inconsistent. Feuding with AJ a million times. He's a face of America. Feud with Jericho. You know, after the, the whole him and Jericho stint, what has Kevin Owens really done? By himself in the singles, okay, right. it really made you go, oh wow. And we are, I mean, I've met Kevin Owens and talked to him, and you had great guy, nicest guy. But let's be honest, since he, after Jericho and Owens, he hasn't done much. He's been fairly no. flopped, and no, I don't yeah. feel he deserves even top five. I mean, you look at look at Okada, look at Omega, definitely they deserve the top five. Even Reigns, love love Reigns and hate Reigns. He's been pretty big because he's, just, you know, he got him and Cena right now. Yeah. Because he was Strowman, him, him, air quote, beat and taker, air quote, retirement taker. You, mm-hmm. you, you could have a, you could have a big, uh, you have a big pole and a big argument for Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, and right now, WWE, the only people that should be in top five should be Reigns or, uh, or Strowman. Everybody yeah. else could just be, Below top ten because if you really look at WWE right now, who are they really pushing? Who are they really using? That's higher than Reigns and Strowman. Of course, yeah. AJ, but AJ is still rotting off just being AJ. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, I, even I would even put Shane McMahon higher than Kevin Owens <laughs> because he's that's done cool. more from the past years than what Kevin Owens has done. I mean, anybody that's listening to Russell's on live or let me disagree, it's all cool. We're not hating on Kevin Owens, but let's be realistic. He's all about who's getting the biggest push, who's the most relevant right now. This is not 2015. Kevin Owens is not that relevant. Not that he's not relevant, but he's not the first thing that you think of when you think of WWE, sports entertainment, or wrestling as a whole. You think of wrestling as a whole, WWE, right now you still think of Reigns, Strowman, Omega, Okada, Tanahashi, even Nakamura. Yep. Or I'll even put Rude. Yes. Uh, uh, Bobby Rude moved up uh, to number nine, I believe. Uh, I think he moved up like 70 spots, just about around 70 spots. So that was uh, good stuff. Someone says, no one likes Roman Reigns. And this is what you get. Mm. Uh, but as far as the correct answer, Simon Dean. I saw people trying to uh, give answers, but um, they were incorrect. But, uh, thanks for trying, though. 
Simon Dean is the correct answer. Uh, next question is, here we go. Who defeated The Undertaker in a handicap match at No Mercy 2005? Who defeated The Undertaker in a handicap match at a handicap casket match? Who defeated The Undertaker in a handicap casket match at No Mercy 2005? All right, so yeah, the PWI stuff was uh, pretty cool. I mean, you know, there were some interesting uh, names that uh, I don't believe really deserved to be in the spots that they were, but, you know, there were some that I agree with, so always controversial list. Uh, Dean Malenko was number one in the 1997 PWI 500, so that pretty much goes to show um, what how you should take the PWI uh, some, t- some years. Uh, so Brooke Back Hogan, in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, back in the nineties, it was in the universe. The nineties, it was so intense, you know, because it was for the internet. So it, it meant a lot. You know, we had the almanac. So you know, anybody listening to Pro uh, Wrestling Zone live, please let us know if he still purchased wrestling almanacs or still have them. Because I know I still used to love them. I have encyclopedias. Yeah. Remember encyclopedias over there? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I still have them. Absolutely. Uh, Bob Orton and Bob Orton Sr. Oh, man. Someone is a pro at this, man. Randy Orton and Bob Orton. Uh, Well, Randy Orton and Orton Sr. It says Orton and Orton Sr. So you get the correct answer for that. Randy Orton and Bob Orton. So that is good stuff. Great, great stuff. Here we go. Here's the next one. Who did JBL defeat to retain the WWE Championship at No Mercy 2004? Who did JBL defeat to retain the WWE Championship at No Mercy? That is a really, really good cam shot right there, man. That is really, really cool. Um, technology at its finest. That is a very cool shot. There you go. Just in case you can't read the, the card, it's right in your face. Who did JBL defeat to retain the WWE Championship at No Mercy 2004? All right, so let's figure that out. And I'm sure that there, there's some really good trivia buffs on the uh, WrestleZone Facebook Live right now. Brick Hogan. Uh, she was uh, re- recently interviewed by TMZ, and uh, you know she was she was talking about just as far as what will take, um, what 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 will take, what what it will take for Hulk Hogan to come back, and uh, she said she said he's at the you know he's working at the uh, beach shop now, you know doing very well actually Hogan's uh, beach shop or something like that. Uh, but she said, uh, you know, it'll, if he if someone tries to get at her or attack her or something like that, I don't know if it's the work. I don't know. If, I mean, the answer was just really weird. But bottom line is this. When do you think the WWE, I think it's not, I definitely don't think it's a matter if, but when. When do you see the WWE back Hulk Hogan? I have some missing news. Probably the first time you've heard it in my sources are legit, as you know, Featherstone, so your sources. Currently, right now, the WWE is strongly, all cats, considering 
bringing Hogan back for the Hall of Fame next year as they're thinking, strongly considering as inducting the, as Vince says, the new Hogan Hall and Nash. Yes. So they are seriously considering inducting Hogan Hall and Nash only, the original members of the NWO next year at the Hall of Fame. Of course, we've heard news about they're also considering Batista, and if this happens, of course, Batista will be the um, the headliner. So, more so when that could be the earliest. Talks so with, uh, Goldberg as well. Yeah, yeah. talks to Goldberg too. So, of course, if, it, the news seems kind of weird if you put Goldberg. If Goldberg doesn't get in, they're not going to include Batista because that's two right. powerhouses. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. but. Yes, the NWO and the Susan considering Hogan Hall and Nash being inducted. Brooke Hogan talking about this is a word. When have we ever talked about Brooke Hogan since? It's been years since Hogan's show. Nobody really cares about Brooke Hogan, but Hogan and Linda and probably her boyfriend. Or Nick. Yeah, or her friend that we don't even know, her friends. So, you know, no one bought her album, no one bought her, her, music, her music career. So yeah. to the point where you're trying to get yourself back being over, you're trying to get the name, you're trying to get your name back to being relevant, and trying to get your enemy Hogan's Hogan. Her dad is is Hogan, the biggest star of all time in wrestling. Yeah. Don't come with me fighting. I just had a fan talking to me early this week about or the Rock and saying that no Hogan, Hogan will always Hogan. be the biggest name in wrestling yeah. history. Hogan put it and on the second map, to man. him will be Hogan, and second will be Austin. And then after that, you could you could get a uh, you could fuss about the rock or see the rock, you know, Rick Flair, Bob Winkle, Nick Bob Winkle, Bruno. But um, I just think it's a work. Andre, yeah. Um, Andre, yeah, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. Angus uh, Con- uh, uh, Killer Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Skinner. How about Skinner? Or uh, how about uh, Baron von Roski? Uh, that's uh, he's in the he's in the top five. <laughs> no, no, he's absolutely not in the top five. Um, so yeah, Brooke Hogan is is only famous because of her dad. Absolutely. Here we go. Here we go. See that Undertaker? That is the correct answer. The Undertaker. Casket match. Um. Man, and and the other match that I just asked, and as far as JBL, um, Undertaker didn't really have a good, uh, very impressive record at No Mercy. <laughs> very interesting. No, he didn't. Cena. Yeah. Seeker. Uh, yeah, Brock. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Here we go. Who did John Cena defeat to become United States champ at No Mercy 2004? Who did John Cena defeat? To become United States champ at No Mercy 2004. All right, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back uh, to the headlines. Bobby Lashley, uh, he was on. Uh, I thought this is a very inter- interesting story. I, I wrote this about the. I wrote this on the Inquisitor. Uh, Bobby Lashley, he um, he actually was talking about. You know, it's kind of a work. It's kind of like a work shoot type of thing because. Uh, 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 American Top Team really did uh, want him to to be loyal to MMA, uh, but you know Bobby Lashley, he's you know 41, I believe now, or about to be 41, and 
it's one of those things that <laughs> MMA, you know, he's had 17 fights, very, very impressive record. I believe 15 and two. Uh, he's only lost, you know, two out of 17 fights. So that's, that's awesome. That's really, really good. The only thing, man, you know, he said something very interesting. He said, you know, with, with the pro wrestling career, I can be here, you know, 10 years, 20 years. Of course, you know, he won't be wrestling at 60, but he, you know, he could be affiliated in the business somehow. Um, but you know, at least another good, solid five years, you know, in the business, but definitely not an M- MMA. I, I don't see him lasting very long. I'm wondering, do you think the WWE would would reach out to Bobby Lashley if there was, you know, one last run for him? I don't know. It, it, I, I've met Lashley in person, talked to him. Lashley, this was the 80s and early 90s. If you bring Lashley in, or as uh, I, I contribute to someone that used to be a former fan, they called him Chaco Brock, because he was like the mm-hmm. black version of Brock Lesnar. You're going to bring in Chaco Brock, you got to have someone talk for him. He has a tender voice. His voice is not intimidating. I mean, he looks the part, but he just cannot talk. He needs not to speak anything out of his mouth. And in the ring, he's fine. He just doesn't have that charisma. And, of course, you can bring – and WWE is all about marketing and promotion, you know, the the, the brand and, and the characters. You bring Lesnar – sorry, you bring Lashley in, what is he going to add? You put him on Raw, he's going to be the same thing as Apollo Crews. You might as well – like, didn't I tell you Featherstone? Um, early this year, he's going to put all the black bald men together. Didn't he not? Apollo Crews, Titus <laughs> O'Neil, the black body. So you bring Lashley in, you must make it stable. <laughs> so it is, you put him on SmackDown, SmackDown is more or less character driven, but he's still going to get lost. Put him on NXT, he's going to look too overpowered. So you bring Lashley in, Chaco Brack will be cool. They probably bring that same old theme music he had, the same old sparks. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, WWE's anti fireworks because of the No more pyro, so, yeah. Uh, no more no, pyro, no. except for WrestleMania <laughs> and Triple H. So, <laughs> he brings us. Lashley and what do you do? I don't know. I, and I, I'm a Lashley fan. I, I think he's he's really he's underrated in the ring. But, but is this, where is he going to fit in? He's too, yeah. he's too big of a name for NXT. But he doesn't have enough charisma without the right person behind him to make it on Raw SmackDown. Yeah. Put him under. Put him under Heyman. Interesting. Uh, someone asked, uh, <laughs> "When will Horace Hogan get inducted?" That, now that's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Who, who said that? Who said that? Uh, please, Craig. please give him a shout out. Craig. Craig. Yes. Is that brother? Craig. I got it. Horace Hogan. Craig, you, get, you get one of these. I'll give you. Matter of fact, you know what? I'll give you one of these, uh, Craig. You get a Wait, Horace Hogan? You know who gets inducted at the Horace Hogan? Your favorite Featherstone and Craig, Evan Sullivan. <laughs> Evan, yeah. I would bring. I, I would What's induct the Yeti. Yeti. The Yeti. Uh, or or the the hug yeah, yeah the, the the hug the Hogan in the, 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 the 
Oh man! Oh man! You got first it. segments in WCW uh, history. They they had the arms stitted out, and what what the heck were they doing? They were trying. I mean, it was like a bear hug, arms extended. Oh, who was that that they were doing that to? Was it Savage or Luger? Who was it that they when the Dungeon Dooms just came in and started invading? Oh, it was Savage. Because Luger was tuning in. It was Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, it was Savage and Hogan because Luger was the twin. Yeah, Luger turned. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta give you gotta give shout out. Uh, you gotta give a shout out. Oh my gosh. To Kurosawa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. WCW. We, we should just do that. Just have a segment of this the the the, the Hall of Shame. Kurosawa, oh, yeah. Eva Sullivan. Craig oh, Pittman and that, that Call of Duty. Uh, sh- shout out to Craig. Anyone real quick, go back to, I think it was World War Three, ninety five, ninety six, ninety five, 96, mm-hmm. 95. And it's the ugliest match in history, almost almost as ugly as one man being against Conan uncensored. It was Southern Craig Pittman, another one in the Hall of Fame, against Hacksaw <laughs> Jim Duggan, and the Craig Pittman had a Call of Duty Ugh. slash SOCOM Navy SEALs entrance with the zip line. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, that match was so ugly. <sighs> the, those were the days, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> All right, so someone had the right answer. Great job. It is. Booker T, that is correct. Great job. Next question. This one's a little bit d- difficult. This is a little bit tougher. Here we go. Rene Dupre and Blank retain the WWE Tag Titles against Rey Mysterio and RVD at No Mercy 2004. Rene Dupre and Blank retain the WWE Tag Titles against Rey Mysterio and RVD at No Mercy 2004. All right, so let's get to uh, the Raw and SmackDown. We'll be right back. gets inducted. What about Jay Leno? <laughs> Jay Leno. You know what? If WCW had a Hall of Fame, if they were still around, they probably would. And I, I'm about 99% positive that they would induct Jay Leno, for sure. Without question, they would so, induct Jay Leno. Let's talk about, shout out to Kevin Eubanks, Ugly Diamond Cutter. Or even oh. uh, Carl Malone's Ooh. nasty, skinny octopus fingers messing up the Diamond yes. Cutter sign. <laughs> Octo hands. Octo hands. And them, them long, blue, what were they, metallic Kitty tights G. on that shit, the beach? Kitty. 
<laughs> yeah. Those are like that's old school skinny jeans, man. That's what skinny jeans looked at looked like back yeah, in the day. Heard, and you didn't realize, you know, in the NBA everybody's like average like six four, six five. Right. And you didn't realize how tall and skinny Malone was so he got in the ring with Hogan and DDT. Yep. And them pants had to look like they was about three miles long. <laughs> Those pants crazy. were probably taller than like half of America. Goats. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and I know I know the goat, but one of the few the few bad things I can say about the goats thing is a uh, Sting against DDT. One of DDT's favorite matches. He told me that Nitro, mm-hmm. and when Sting messed up the diamond cutter sign, I'm like Sting. It's, <laughs> How do you how do you mess that up? I know you remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. I, 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 how do you mess that, that up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. Uh, uh, I knew that this was going to be difficult. Uh, no answers, and so here's the correct one. So you know what? There was no one got it wrong, or no one got it right. So you guys got to get fortunately. Kenzo Suzuki. Kenzo Suzuki. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew it. I told he had you, a good career him. in Japan. Yeah. He did. Yeah. His wife. His, his theme music with Renee Dupree actually was a good mix. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. You know, it was one of those things that I'm a big fan of, like, mashup themes. And uh, I think yeah. one of my favorite mashup themes is... Um, uh, the uh, Cody Rhodes and and Goldust uh, when they did that, their mashup. That was, was a good one. That was a good one. Um, Don't say Reddit. Jericho. Oh no, that's bad. I, and Jericho I had, I had the worst mashup. The best one. Jericho was the best, mm-hmm. but the worst mashup theme in history is Sting and Lex Luger as a tag team. Oh, oh, the worst. Oh, no, nothing's yeah. worse than that. I'm yeah, sorry, nothing's worse than that. Yeah, Even yeah, Undertaker and uh, Kane mash up, mashups, <laughs> Hurricane and yeah, Kane. The mashup was okay. It, it was okay. Um, but yeah, Jared Show definitely was the best, and uh, and Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Um, awesome Truth was just not very good, and the Golden Truth. Goldust would come out and say the golden truth, and then all of a sudden, but, you don't know what time it is. <laughs> but, but, but I will say, Austin Truth's mashup thing was bad, but it was hilarious because I always liked seeing the Miz and he would try to freestyle, like yeah. our truth. To me, yeah. that was hilarious. And Miz even said that that was, that was funny. But uh, gosh, speaking and of Goldust, they try to do. Magnum PA and, and Dusty um, Rhodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, speaking of Goldust, what are your thoughts on Raw? You know, brother, like I said, I, I yeah, this is like the first time in history you're doing four, going on five years of my show and going on six of yours. I did not watch the lick a second of Raw because of my schedule. Mm. I know what happened, but I've not laid eyes on Raw at all. Yeah. So it was okay. Uh, it, was, it was okay. Um, uh, I think the Reigns and Jordan match was okay. Uh, it, I mean, actually, it was really good. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was really good. Um, I take it uh, back. I'm wrong. I did see 30 seconds of Raw while I was taking my class 
Um, I was uh, getting a soda from the pizza shop where it was lo- where, where the class was located, and they did have Raw, and I did see 30 Seconds of Rings against Jordan, and I saw Justin mm-hmm. Jordan uh, or Broham from Boondocks, the same guy, uh, do the Crypto Crossface. Yeah. It seemed like that's one and of I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. So I guess uh, yeah. I'm in Triple H, and I'm like, hey, you can do the Crossface, but if you're not a part of Triple H's packing order, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. You can't you can't do it. All right, so listen, here's another question. Who retained the cruiserweight championship against Nunzio at No Mercy two thousand four? Who retained the cruiserweight championship against Nunzio at No Mercy two thousand and four? All right. Uh, so as far as Raw is concerned, uh, Cena, you know, just the toe-to-toe promos, terrible to me. I, I, I find no, I, I find no benefit in them whatsoever. I think it's, you know, but I did, I did share before that I think that John Cena. I think the point of doing all this is for John Cena to look like a big star, uh, in order to make Roman Reigns as win. I mean, he's a, he's a big star regardless as far as the WWE is concerned. But I think the point is to make him huge, you know, as far as just like this big measurable person. And, you know, it's that old school Vince, you know, uh, thought process, you know, you make the, make the, the people who make the person who are, is going to lose be kind of, you know, and, Invincible, you know, leading into the person, leading into the pay per view, so that win a look and seem bigger. So, but at the same time, it's one of those things like it's not really helping Roman Reigns that they're going through all this crap, you know. Um, uh, got a question who, uh, who do we think Goldust is going to be managing? Did they drop the idea of finding a new star? Yeah, it seems like they did. Uh, I've heard some things, uh, some, some inside things as far as just, um, they, uh, Goldust actually tweeted, um, that it's not over, but, uh, it does not seem as if there's much coming with that. Uh, because uh, as we saw, I mean, he got just brutalized by Bray Wyatt. I think that that was a, just a weird booking um, match. I mean, I understand that, you know, they try to find someone with face paint, but just the heel Goldust, I thought it was DOA from the beginning with him and Goldust, with R-Truth. It's just one of those things, like, I really didn't see, I really didn't see that they were going to do anything with, with Goldust anyways. So, really unfortunate. Um, but you know, I think that if they turn Goldust babyface, I, I mean, I like the concept of a Goldust and Bray Wyatt feud. I think, you know, I think it was one of those things that Bray Wyatt, you know, he he goes from feud to feud, anyways. You know, he's he he goes from lateral feud to lateral feud regardless. Yeah, I think, I, I think with him and and, and Goldust, I think it brings yeah. just character-driven type of uh, element. To uh, Bray Wyatt's feuds, it, it, uh, Bray Wyatt is WWE's fault. It's how they book stuff. You can't blame Bray. It's WWE poor booking. Whether it be Vince, whether it be Michael Hayes, or whoever else. And we, you know, we talked about this tons of times. Bray Wyatt has these downloadable content feuds that never ends. Him against Ryback, him against 
whoever violated ten feet was jiggling for a week and the feet and Ambrose. We just don't know. Ambrose, they don't. He treated with he treated with the entire shield. Yeah, he treated with Reigns. Any anyone but you, Roman. He feuded with he uh, Ambrose. With her, you know when he came back for the Hell in a Cell, feuded with him, and he feuded with uh, Rollins uh, this year. And he feuded with, uh, with with Harper for three weeks, and nothing got resolved. <laughs> yeah, nothing got resolved at all. Yeah, just. I mean, this lateral field. And it's, it, it, you know, DLC content, and like you said, character-driven. Goldust is one of the seeds, and, and he's one of the ones that's really, Goldust has been in WWE since, I believe, 95. I remember when he debuted. By the way, Goldust has never had a consistent finishing move. It's always changed. But anyway, he's one of the few that's left that has a bizarre character that you can really have fun and explore because Let's right. face it, Goldust back in the day was very, uh, 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 what, what's the political term that they was using back in the 90s that they didn't want to say gay, homosexual, he was very erotic, flamboyant. very flamboyant and erotic and bizarre, mm-hmm. and he had Tourette's, and now he's a combination, so he's the only one there that has a character that you can really tweak and have fun with that would kind of pick with Bray. If you look at it, Bray isn't scared of anybody. He kind of he gets off and gets the enjoyment of a challenge of someone that's just as crazy as him. Because apparently Finn Balor isn't, because Finn Balor is Finn Balor with the kid-sized jacket, and then he's facing the demon, which is no different. And then now at No Mercy, it's a man. Uh, WWE app says man to man is going up. Oh. Man to oh. man. What is the difference? Man, oh. so that was SummerSlam. Oh, what is a man-to-man challenge? Is that not what we see every week on Raw or SmackDown or Shotgun Saturday Night? Just, just listen to that. <laughs> you, you, I go against Finn Balor, the demon character. He beat me, so now my next objective is to beat him man-to-man. And I beat him on the Raw before SummerSlam, man-to-man. Not only that, wait, not only that. I beat regular Finn Balor with the four kids jacket. I lose to the demon, and now, like you said, man to man. So what? What have we been watching? Is what's going on here? Sister, first is like Ronnie Garvin says, and then it's one of my all-time favorite Bleak Beaches, Bleak Wizard Botches, when he was talking about that cage match against Flair. Five-minute rounds take fists. Five-minute rounds take hands. Ronnie Garvin, it's the same thing, brother. But hey, yeah. it's the eighties and NWA, and you didn't have to script everything. But yeah, it, it, that, when, when that came across the screen on my phone, and I was at work at my shoot job, and I bust out laughing. Finn Balor is gonna face Bray Wyatt man to man. Like, is that a stipulation? Is that a match? <laughs> right. Yeah. What is man to like? What's the gimmick? What's the stipulation? Like what? Like if you win, you you get to say I'm a I'm a better man than you uh, are. Like I mean, what is the what's but the gimmick? It, it, it doesn't make sense because psychologically, and if you go by the character, they technically aren't man to man. Finn Balor is a man that possesses yeah. a demon, so he's kind of like and, Michael Myers. And why calls himself a, a god? So. <laughs> How is it man to man? So does that 
So, so does Bray Wyatt? I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make you choke, but does Bray Wyatt like does he like does he have to denounce himself? He, you know, he's such a god, man. You know, and it's like because at no mercy, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take a, I'm gonna have to relieve myself from being a god and become a man so I can fight you man to man. Like this, there's nothing, I, there's nothing good with this going on at all. I think, I, I think we reached the age of WWE. The where it's like anime. I mean, he's anybody listening to anime fan can, can hit up us on live chat. You know, it's like Dragon Ball Z, where I think they all they all have forms. Like you had imperfect so and so, you had Bray Wyatt the God and the Eater of Worlds and all these eighty thousand nicknames, and now yeah. it's Bray Wyatt the Man. So is it Bray Wyndham? It's yeah, right. It's, it's exactly. Amanda, it's, Are you Bray? Are you Bray Rotunda? <laughs> like, like, is that what you're saying? Is it Husky Harris? Yeah, it is Husky yeah. Harris. That's what it is. Yeah. Bray Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Bray uh, Harris. Yeah, I love WWE. Wendell Rotunda Bray uh, Harris. Yeah. It, it, it was hilarious. Fans all the time, they, 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 they crap on. We, we do also a lot with our respective shows, you know, we get emails and tweets and texts and DMs or what have you. People want to get on Anthem, formerly known as TNA, featuring the impact dials across the line of the AOWL, whatever you want to call it. Cross the line. So if people get on TNA or whatever you call it, Anthem Owl of Impact, it sounds like an old church, don't it? But yet WWE sometimes don't do anything better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm still wondering what happened to Big Show's ironclad contract. I mean, he's still there. He's been there for a long time. <laughs> he's been there for uh, 18 years. Um, uh, what do you think of oh, Vince's obsession with wrestlers having only one name all of a sudden? That's a good. That's a good point. That's a really good point. We talked about, about, about that too. Uh, good question, George. Um, Elias, I don't. I, I still. I like the whole who wants to walk the lines. I think he's doing a fantastic job as a heel. No direction. He I mean, no mercy is coming coming along, man. and it's just not. There's nothing on with him. Um, good heel character, but I mean, I think Cesaro worked. I think Neville worked. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Rusev was Alexander Rusev. You know that worked too. Yeah, so- um. But uh, yeah, I think I Goldberg. Think Goldberg, yeah. William um, Goldberg. Well, you know, Bill Goldberg or Goldberg, you know, they're interchangeable to me. Uh, uh, Batista, but, no more Dave Batista. Well, yeah, he was. He, yeah, I mean, but I think Batista really helped. You know him, but uh, but Elias Sampson, I don't think that his character is strong enough. I mean, Elias Sampson just it just seems like a drifter name. You know what I mean? Like I think I think yeah. he should be the name. He shouldn't really be necessarily, you know, a, a one named gimmick. I think his thing is just he's a drifter and Elias Sampson really fits the bill on that. All right, real quick, here's the answer. Spike Dudley. Spike Dudley is the cruiserweight answer here. All right, here's the next question. Here we go. Who did Batista defeat to retain the World Heavyweight Championship at No Mercy 2005? Who did Batista defeat to retain the World Heavyweight Championship at No Mercy 2005? All right. So, 
Uh, yeah, as far as I mean, because Raw overall, Raw overall, I think it was decent. Um, uh, I think it was decent. I, I think you know it's it's funny because they did the uh, the the Bray Wyatt and, and uh, the the uh, Braun Strowman and Goldberg. From what I've heard, um, they did it at that hour because of football. Um, you know, they're making Braun Strowman look fantastic. By the way, I mean that guy. I mean. WWE has everything right when it comes to when it comes to Braun Strowman. They're doing so well with them, and just having him just take out Brock Lesnar is just you know awesome stuff. Um, and then they had the eight man tag at the end. So it just really didn't make any sense. It was just a really a throwaway tag match. It really didn't make any sense. SmackDown was better to me. Um, it just seems like what they're doing. And I'll think of Naomi, man. It just really seems like they're just. They're letting go of Naomi, unfortunately. He's, you know, she's really good, but it seems like – and it doesn't make sense because Carmella's a heel, Natalia's a heel, but they're kind of feuding the two together. It just doesn't make sense at all to me. Um, Dillinger didn't even deserve – I mean, I know they were doing the whole U.S. Open Challenge with him, but that guy, unfortunately, they're, I mean, he's, really, he's back to NXT. He's back to losing all the time, and uh, – New Day and Usos. I mean, you know, we talk about give it up. Uh, we we talk about Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, but I think, man, uh, New Day and Usos, as far as match quality is concerned, they have been putting on some clinics. I mean, they. I love watching the New Day and Usos uh, compete against. Yeah, we'll each give them that. Yeah, we'll yeah, give them that. Absolutely. Um, and the Dolph Ziggler, his mock gimmicks, I think that that's funny. Like I said, like I told, you know, was telling JTG, I don't think it goes anywhere, unfortunately. Uh, but I do think that, uh, you know, as far as Kevin Owens is concerned, I think that that w- could possibly go somewhere. I think, I th- you know, it just goes to show for for Vince McMahon to come out, you know, from hibernation. <laughs> I kept saying, you know, first time in four years, first time in four years. For him to come out from hibernation and uh, take those type of bumps at 72 years old. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't seen nothing like that since uh, Pummel by the Nexus. And it wasn't even like a bloody type of thing. Um, Man, I mean, they really, he has to be, it just really seems like it has to be like a Triple H thing uh, as far as just really um, putting a lot of stock in Kevin Owens because, I mean, for Vince to come out and take that type of beating and, and end up, you know, getting uh, getting um, blood the hard way, man, I mean, that just really goes to show that they're, they've got a lot going as far as um, just their stock in Kevin Owens. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. I am. I'm, I'm interested in Kevin Owens in a sense more now than I have in a long time because it really seems like they're they're pulling for him. So, uh uh, I see some answers. I see some answers, but I don't see the correct answer. So that is, uh, I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. I got so much. Go ahead. What are you it, saying, Evan? It, it, it's funny. And like I said, fans, uh, you know, don't want you to get mad at me, Tats or, or Featherstone. It's just saying it's out of fun and just giggles. How dysfunctional the McMahon family is. How one month they can be at each other's throats. And the next month, they're going to be for each other. And, and I'm sure it's like any family that we've known personally could be our family. Just last year, 
Vince was against Shane. <laughs> you know, yeah. he did the weird stipulation where he's telling Taker, you know, about the whole fight thing. And then he kind of gives Shane the job anyway because, you know, Shane lost. He liked his guts. Yep. But now you have Kevin Owens, who's going to who beat all the crap out of Vince, which you already know what's going to happen. That's going to add fuel to the fire And because this man got beat up And as Shane's father That's my dad That's going to make Shane want to fight Kevin Owens Yeah, yeah. So Very it's just, I like just how He's a flip flop And it's nothing against it It's just funny Yeah Definitely some inconsistencies for sure Yeah all right, Flavor of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got a couple more trivia questions, but let's get into the Flavor of the Week real quick. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. Eddie Guerrero is the correct answer. All right, real quick, rapid fire. Here's another one. Triple H won twice, then lost the WWE Championship at No Mercy. Who were the opponents? TikTok, TikTok. Tick-tock, tick-tock. He beat Randy Orton in Umaga, and then he lost to Randy Orton at the end of the show. Last question. Real quick, fast round. Who defeated Bobby Lashley, Batista, and Finley to retain the World Heavyweight Championship at No Mercy 2006? And tick-tock, tick-tock. Real quick, real quick. What you got? What you got? I'm about to pull up the answer coming in five, four, three. Actually, let's get a drum roll for this one. This is the last question. So here we go. King Booker. (laughs) One of the fantastic, uh, one of my favorite. Of, uh, of gimmicks of all time in WWE. Yeah, let it. Book it. All right, real quick. We've got a few minutes left. Let's get into the play of the week. Uh, grading uh, 2004. Let's start off. Eddie Guerrero defeated Luther Reigns. Spike uh-huh. Dudley defeated. Um, uh, he defeated. Sp- Spike Dudley defeated uh, Nunzio. Continuing the Cruiserweight Championship. That was one of the questions. Billy Kidman defeated Paul London. But then Dupree and Kenzo Suzuki defeated the Mysterio on RBD. That was another one of the questions for tonight. Big Show defeating Kurt Angle. John Cena defeating Booker T. Another one of the questions. Hoss Rico defeating the Dudley, the Dudley Boys in the mixed tag team. Hoss Rico and Miss Jackie defeating the Dudleys and, um, and Don Marie. And JBL defeating The Undertaker in the last ride match. Uh, what you got, real quick? Well. C plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. C, C plus sounds sounds about right to me too. All right, real quick, 2005. Uh, you got uh, uh, Legion of Doom, um, Animal Heidenreich, and Christy Hammy defeating Eminem and Molina. Um, and then you have Bobby Lashley defeating Tommy Dean. No, it's you. Chris Benoit defeating uh, Booker T. And Christian and Orlando Jordan uh, fed a four-way for the U.S. Championship. Canada defeated Hardcore Holly. JBL defeated Rey Mysterio. Orton and ba- the Ortons defeating The Undertaker. Juventude defeating Nunzio to win the Cruiserweight Championship. And then Batista defeating Eddie Guerrero to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. 
B minus for me. Hardy defeating Greg Helms. Paul Lennon and Brian Kendrick defeating Casey James and Stevens. MVP defeating Marty Gardner. Mr. Kennedy defeating the Undertaker by disqualification. Rey Mysterio defeating Chavo Guerrero. False go anywhere. Benoit defeating William Regal. And then Booker defeating Lashley, uh, Batista, and Finley. This is uh, 2006. What you got? Uh, B plus. I think B was actually good thing to B, especially in the main yep. event. And then Benoit Regal, man. That was a good thing. Yeah, that was a good thing to B. Yeah, I think it was solid. Uh, good to B. Uh, Triple H defeating Randy Orton to win the WWE Championship. Uh, Kennedy, Lance Cade, and Trevor Murdoch defeating Jeff Hardy, London Kendrick, six man. CM Punk defeating Big Daddy V uh, by disqualification to retain the WWE Championship. Triple H defeating Umaga to retain the WWE Championship. Uh, Finley defeating Rey Mysterio. What well, actually that was a no contest. Beth Phoenix defeating uh, Candice Michelle. Batista defeating the Great Khali. Um, so so Beth Phoenix defeating Candice to get the women's championship. Batista um, uh, uh, the Punjabi Prison Mask. That was that was quite bad. Uh, and then Randy Orton winning back from Triple H. What you got on that? Uh, C plus, but the fact that I was surprised that Triple H lost at the pay per view, Orton won, then I give it an A. Could that be personalized? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I give it a uh, B minus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for all of your interaction. Wonderful, wonderful interaction tonight on the Crave Wrestling Facebook page. We're running out of time for tonight. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, follow us at Crave Wrestling on Twitter and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. One uh, last uh, shout out to JTG for the wonderful QA tonight. Follow him at JTG124. And until next week. Uh, God bless. Of course, the uh, of course the Undermat Radio Show, 7 p.m. Blog Radio on Tuesdays. Yes. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful evening. God bless. And an honor. And we'll be back next week. Chris Featherstone. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 